Today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we're talking about this past weekend, the Lightning drop one of two. How can they bounce back in their upcoming matchups? Yes, matchups plural against the New Jersey Devils. We talk about all that more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Dank. I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. Today, we're recapping the weekend as well as previewing the week ahead as the Lightning dropped one of their two matchups over the weekend, as well as the upcoming games against the New Jersey Devils. So while the Lightning have one of the I would say I think we could agree one of the tougher matchups, one of the tougher sets that we have seen all season long ahead of them this week with two games in four days or three days actually against the New Jersey Devils, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. We take a step back and look at their matchups from this past weekend. They played the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday and then the Winnipeg Jets on Sunday. And the Lightning went out, and, and you would have expected that almost to a certain degree. Now, this depends on how you feel about the Lightning recently and how down in the dumps you are about their level of play that they have had over the last couple of weeks. And then and, and in case you've missed it, I mean, it's been less than stellar for the Lightning Uh only winning one game in the first two weeks coming up to their matchup with the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, that was uh, just to recap the month of March, losing to the Penguins in overtime, losing to Buffalo on the road, getting outplayed by the Carolina Hurricanes down in Carolina, uh, beating the Philadelphia Flyers, which at the time we kind of all expected that to happen. And then losing a tough one in OT at home to the Vegas Golden Knights. And speaking of games in which we expect the Lightning to win, they go into their matchup with Chicago on Saturday. And I feel like this was a no-brainer in terms of winning the game. I feel like as bad as the Lightning have played at times during this 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 rough stretch that they have had over the last couple of weeks and, and back in dating all the way back to February, I feel like at least, you know, we as people that watch this team every single game and, and know this team, I think pretty well, I think we all could agree that we said to ourselves at one point or another, the lightning should win Saturday's game, right? You know, so at least, you know, they get that one win out and then Sunday's pretty much of a toss up against the Winnipeg Jets, one of the better teams in the Western Conference. And yeah, the Lightning took care of business 3-1 at home. But then it's one of those games where not only because you have a back to back, it's because you have a good, a very good team 
in the Winnipeg Jets coming up in just little over 24 hours at that point after you finish up business uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks. And the Winnipeg Jets, where they stand currently or where they stood currently as well as where they stand now, third in the Central Division, uh, only a couple of points behind the Minnesota Wild, who, you know, not to get too off track right now, still pleasantly surprised that the, the Minnesota, Minnesota Wild are in second place in that division. Really would have expected with the the personnel that Winnipeg has and the, the personnel that they picked up at the deadline that you would have figured that they would have been ahead or at least, you know, somewhat closer. So going into this game on on Saturday, uh, Sunday, excuse me, against the Winnipeg Jets, my thoughts going into this matchup were really just, you know, it wasn't going to be team versus team. It was really going to be goalie versus goalie. And what I'm alluding to is Connor Hellebuck versus Andre Vasilevsky, who the last couple of seasons, I think we could all agree that Connor Hellebuck and Andre Vasilevsky have been in the top three, if not in the top three, in the top five of goaltenders in the NHL. And this year with, with you know, Vasilevsky, even though he's racked up a ton of wins going into Sunday, uh, he had the second most wins in the league at that point. And, you know, Vasilevsky has struggled this year, uh, plain and simple. And a, a listener of ours actually pointed it out, and they they made a very good point. And I'm loosely quoting, and I don't remember who it who it was, but they they commented on our last video on YouTube. But I 100% agree with the statement, and basically what they said was, you know, this team in order to succeed down the stretch and to succeed in the playoffs needs top of his game Andre Vasilevsky on the ice, and to put it plain and simple, he hasn't played up to those expectations or to to that level that we are so accustomed to him having. And I think that really, you know, in this game, I think, you know, if I had to grade him, I would say five being what we normally see out of him, and that's Vezina Trophy winning, or at least Vezina Trophy runner-up, uh, Vasilevsky. And, you know, one being just, just abysmal. I would say he was probably at a three and a half in this game. Uh, you know, some might disagree with me, but I thought the Schmidt goal in the first period, I thought he could have saved that even though it took a weird bounce. I believe it was off Mikey Esamont too. So it did go off a lightning player. But if you look at the replay, I mean, I mean, you know, I am just nitpicking and this is hindsight and, you know, obviously watching on television and, and in the stands is a whole different ball game than being there on the ice. But Really, I mean, when it comes down to it, this is a save that Vasilevsky has made in the past multiple times, numerous times, and at times has made it look uh, pedestrian. So, you know, that that was something I, I believe that, you know, kind of changed the game and in a little way where, you know, the Lightning are looking for every type of, of, of advantage and, and, and edge in this game and and to try and separate themselves from the Winnipeg Jets uh, in order to pick up the win at home. And, and really, unfortunately, when I look at why the Lightning lost this game, and, and obviously, you know, there's a lot more that goes uh, into why the Lightning ended up on the short end. But really what it comes down to, I firmly believe, is that, 
you know, the Lightning get off to a very good start. I have pretty much beat a dead horse uh, this entire season by saying that the Lightning really what they need to do is they need to come out. They need to score goals early on, set the tone, uh, because, you know, for for the most part during this season, they have really just. I wouldn't say fallen flat, but they haven't over exceeded or, or outplayed teams to a degree in the second period. Now they do have their games, but Alex Corrin comes out, scores a goal within the first two minutes. Uh, everything seems to be going in the lightning favor. They look energized after the goal. Uh, they, they, they're skating around. They're really dominating the puck possession. It seems as though the, the Winnipeg Jets are on their heels. Uh, and, and then we start to see the tide turn. And as, as it does with all hockey games, Winnipeg Jets start to get a little bit momentum, and then Nate Schmidt takes a shot from the point, and it hits off Mike Yesma. And yes, like I said, this is hindsight. It's a little different from you know us in the stands, and we could say this and that and the other thing. But at the end of the day, like I said, Andre Vasilevsky needs to be better. He needs to be better in this situation, and he just wasn't. And and yeah, I there there was there was multiple goals scored as the game progressed. But when I look at it, really, you know, this set the tone for the Jets. It gave them a lot of energy. It gave them a lot of momentum going into the second period. Uh, and, and really, I thought that, you know, the Lightning go into the, the first intermission, you know, with 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 momentum, with with a one nothing lead. I think we we potentially get a different outcome. Now, granted, the Lightning still need to come out and play better. We didn't see that in the second period. The Lightning kind of fell flat at times. Anthony Sorelli, though, did score a goal on the shorthand, which was good. I, I will give him that. Um, I, I That is the positive that we could kind of hang our hats on for the rest of the game. Anthony Sorelli would have phenomenal goal on the breakaway on the shorthand. Uh, great pass by Brandon Hagel to set him set him up down ice. Uh, but the Lightning need to do better. That That's really plain and simple. The second period, you know, as much as we say, you know, how well they have played as the game's gone on, third period notably, I still think the Lightning really, you know, when you win games, when you set the tone for games, when you really uh, put your stamp on the game and, and really, you know, really, really dictate the how the rest of the game is going, it's really the first and second periods. You know, yeah, a lot could happen in the third. And, and, and yeah, the Lightning had a very good game uh, pr- prior with the Chicago Blackhawks scoring in the, in the closing seconds. But really, at the end of the day, you know, if you want to win games consistently, you got to start out strong. And your goaltender has to start out better, uh, has to play better. And, and, you know, we've seen it from Brian Elliott, but obviously Brian Elliott won't be playing in the playoffs. So, you know, Andre Vasilevsky needs to step up. He needs to play well. He needs to play a full 60 minutes in that. You know, we've had and, – and, and I say this knowingly and, and and you know, pointing out the fact that he made a very good save later on in the game. I believe it was at some point in the second period, late second period, stuck his pad out to, to shut the door and, you know, keep the lightning within reach of this game. So, you know, really all around, you know, for the most part, a very good game for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they, I thought they played very well, all things considered in this game, but, you know, other than I would really say maybe, you know, the Baron, obviously and Niederreiter goals, 
um, the Lightning need to be better and 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 really, you know, be be better on the back end, not only on, in goal but uh, on their blue line as well. So we'll keep an eye on the Lightning for that. You know, they have tough matchup coming up. How can they use this game as a benchmark to get better? Uh, in the coming games against the New Jersey Devils. Yes, you heard that right. The coming games uh, as Lightning will face off against the New Jersey Devils twice this week. So we'll talk about those games coming up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our friends from Athletic Greens. Now, the weather is changing. Actually, the time just changed. I believe we sprung ahead. Uh, You know, that was news to me. I had no idea that Daylight Savings was coming up. How many of you knew? Uh, I definitely didn't know, but sometimes it affects your schedule. It affects your sleep. I know it did for me. I had to wake up early. I went to bed late and, you know, I lost an hour of sleep and, you know, I was not feeling good that day. But what I did feel good, though, afterwards, when I woke up, that really helped me get through my day was Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens is super easy to use and it's super cheap now it's also lifestyle friendly for those of you who eat keto paleo vegan dairy free or gluten free it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals so right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health so to make it easy right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support, vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. So, yeah, after a tough loss against the Winnipeg Jets, which I firmly believe, you know, I I, I – I might sound crazy saying this, but if if the Lightning maybe go into that first intermission with with the with the lead, no, most notably one nothing, Lightning uh, Andre Vasilevsky goes in that intermission with a clean sheet. I think it sets the tone for the rest of the game. I think we're looking at a wholly a, a totally different game. We see the Winnipeg Jets come out starting to force the issue, make mistakes, and the Lightning will hopefully capitalize on those mistakes, which we we know they can from time to time. Um, so, but the lightning, I, I, I also believe it was also a very well played game overall. So like I said, the lightning can use that as a benchmark. Now the lightning will be playing the New Jersey devils twice, uh, this week, three times in the next week as well. Uh, so twice this week and then once next week, uh, so this will be their first of three meetings and only meetings of the year. The only team that they have not played this year uh, is the New Jersey Devils. So getting a little bit of a new look uh, right now, you know, as it stands, the New Jersey Devils are 44-16 and 6, and they have 94 points in the Metropolitan Division. That ties them uh, in points with the division lead. Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the only thing separating those teams is 11 tenths of a point percentage or whatever you want to call it. My math is terrible, but you get what I mean. Uh, they're only separated by point percentage at this point. So, you know, the Devils, very good hockey team. They have a lot of young talent. Uh, Dawson Mercer, Jack Hughes, most notably. Um, and and really, you know, really the Lightning have to go out there and just be the better team, force this team in into mistakes like we saw last year 
uh, when the Lightning played the Devils down the stretch. And and really, you, I know that sounds a little bit ridiculous and it's in a way because, you know, you say to yourself, well, Adam, these two teams, this this team, this Devils team from this year and last year, are two different teams. And I completely agree. But their core is is still there to a certain extent. So really, I would like to see the Lightning go in there, play their game, uh, force their goaltenders into mistakes. Now, as for who we're going to see uh, out of this Devils, this Devils uh, crease is probably most likely, I would say Vanacek. Ideally, I would like to see Mace, uh, I would like to see Blackwood, Mackenzie Blackwood, just because, you know, you always like to, especially after a bounce back, after seeing a good goaltender as such as Connor Hellebuck with the Winnipeg Jets, you would like to go out there and bounce back and kind of beast on a backup, but we'll probably see Vanacek uh, 28-7-3 on the season, 2.48 goals against average with a save percentage of 9-1-0 and three shutouts. Basileski goes into this game with a record of 29-17-4, goals against average of 2.7 with save percentage of 9-1-4 and two shutouts. So, you know, really what it comes down to it is I think the Lightning really need to, and, and I feel like we talk about this all the time because, you know, as much as it's something that you could feel at certain points doesn't really play a big factor, it does. It really does, I think, over the course of a game, and that is that is really experience. The Lightning have a ton of it. They have a good group of guys who are young but have a ton of experience. The Nick Pauls, the Anthony Sorellis, the Brandon Hagels, uh, and obviously their core, Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov. I would expect, even with Vanacek out there, um, that we'll still see the same style. And that's just aggressive. Go out there out of the gate swinging. Um, you're going to get it there. You're going to see a, a, a raucous crowd there in New Jersey. You know, Devils fans these days are feeling good about themselves. You know, they think they have a shot at the Cup this year. I don't think so. Um, I still think, you know, and still, until they fix that goaltending situation. Because, yeah, Vanacek's good. He's He's gotten you to the point to where you're one of the better teams in the Eastern conference. I still believe that, you know, between him and Blackwood, you know, prove yourselves uh, in the long run, prove yourselves in the playoffs. So, and and I think, you know, Vasilevsky, I keep saying it as well. I think he's due for a big game. We haven't really seen one all year. We saw it with the two shutouts and that's great. Um, But at the same time, that save percentage is very low, uncharacteristic for, for Vasilevsky. Um, I've said though, throughout the course of the year, you know, his numbers, uh, to, to a certain degree represent, um, or, or equivalent to what he had during his really his, his, his Vezina trophy season. But the issue, what it comes down to it is the fact that, you know, he, he needs to be better consistently. He have his, he'll have his games where he plays very well. And then he has his moments where he just, he needs to step up for the Lightning, to give them a chance to get going, like we saw in the previous game against Winnipeg, did not step up uh, on that first goal of the game uh, from from Schmidt from the Winnipeg Jets. So I need to we need to see him have a good performance. I would imagine that he would probably play in two of these games that we see against the Devils this week. Um, if anything, you know, I wouldn't be mad if we see Elliott on Thursday. But at the end of the day, I I want. Vasilevsky playing in both these games I think it's reasonable um and and really there's no reason not to play him I mean 
you know, I thought at the end of the day, if you want to throw Vazzy out there for these both these Devils game, then then sit him for Montreal and then have him play Sunday against the Devils once again. I prefer that because you're going, you're staying fresh, you're staying, you're going out there and you're playing against better teams. Uh, and then you have Elliot to take care of business on Saturday against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, as for other players on this team that I want to see kind of step up, I want to see Tanner Janot start to play better. I want to see him have more of a more of an involvement on the offensive side of things. Um, you know, we've seen the physical side with him. We know what he's capable of in that regard, and that's great. But I want him to continue to progress. I want to see him play better. I want him to contribute, put points up on the board because at the end of the day, that's great. He's being physical, but he didn't just come in to lay big hits and fight. Uh, he came in to also score points here and there. Uh, and also I want to see Mikey Esamont continue to improve. He's had a couple of moments his last couple of games, most notably in the game against Winnipeg. I thought he played very well in that game. I thought he was one of those players where he you know, he had an effect on the game, whether it be on on the offensive side of things or the defensive side of things, where you know he was staying involved. He was on the defensive side of things. He was playing very physical. The offensive side of things, he had a very good presence off the puck, and, and I expect him to continue continue to do that because when you have a presence off the puck, you create chances for yourself, and really that leads the points and that leads the goals. So you know, simple science or simple hockey, right there. So, you know, you start to get production from those guys, those two guys, because that was really the whole purpose of bringing them in was really to get production. Uh, I don't expect Esamon to play every single game, but I would expect him when he's in in the lineup to to be contributing in an offensive side of things. Um, I expect Anthony Sorelli to go out there and continue to score. Uh, like we said in the last game, he played very well. I thought, you know, that was a very good goal that he had against Connor Hellebuck, one of the better goaltenders in the league. Um, and, you know, time is really on Anthony Sorelli's side. He's a lot fresher out there than a lot of the other players because he got a later start to the season because of injury. Um, if Anthony Sorelli could start to go out there, score goals, uh, score more points or consistently score points, on, on a night-to-night basis, um, that's going to be a huge weapon for the Lightning going into the playoffs and especially into matchups against uh, other teams that are very, very good because one of the best things you could have in this league is a point-scoring center. So if Anthony Sorelli could do that and continue to to win face-offs and play well down the middle, uh, the Lightning should be able to improve. It's not going to be the difference between one win or loss, but it's going to provide them with a better option out there um, in close-knit games. So keep an eye out for that. I really expect uh, Anthony Sorelli to continue to play well and to you know, be a valuable weapon out there for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I expect the big three to go out there and score points and kind of almost have their way uh, with this Devils team. And I'm talking about Stamkos, Point, and Kucherov. Uh, points played very well. He's been in the middle of a lot of plays recently. Uh, he scored some goals. He scored some points, and you, that's what you want out of this guy. And you know, now that he's hit his career high for the season, um, uh, career high for for a season, I think that he's energized and he's on on the doorstep of 50 goals. And I think it's very attainable at this point for Anthony Sorelli. So hopefully, Sorelli could go out there, continue to roll, and you know, really. The whole purpose of this is to give the Devils a lot to think about out there. 
And like I said, you give the more you give them to think about, the more difficult they're going to be have keeping up the pace there with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we'll keep an eye on them. We'll talk more about them tomorrow as we preview more about this game, and we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's last sponsor, and that is our friends at Built Bar. Now, in the past, you were able to pick up all these great flavors like brownie, like cookies and cream, double chocolate and coconut puffs, as well as brownie batter and churro. You were able to pick them up on Built.com. But guess what? They are now available in Sam's Club, as well as Walmart. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built Club. Now you can get them at Walmart and Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars because you won't want to miss this. They're healthy and they taste great. They only have 130 calories and four grams of sugar. What a whopping 17 grams of protein. So if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro, you could thank me later. So go to built.com right now to pick up your 13 flavored box or go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club for your nutritious, tasty built bars. So wrapping things up here on the show, and if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are also available on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Drop a comment below. How do you feel about the Lightning? Do you, is, do you feel, even though they lost, do you feel positive that, yeah, they lost a tight game to the to the, to the the Winnipeg Jets, one of the better teams in the West, but are you optimistic this upcoming week with, you know, you got three matchups against the, the New Jersey Devils as well as one against the Montreal Canadiens. I feel better because the two matchups are a little bit spread out. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just feel like, and this goes for any NHL team. I think at this point in the season, you shouldn't be playing any back-to-backs. I don't care about scheduling and I don't want to hear, Oh, unless, unless you share an arena with another major sports team, like basketball, I don't think NHL teams should be playing back-to-backs. And even if you do, I'm sure the NHL could find ways to schedule it accordingly where we don't, have the need uh, for back-to-back. So really at this point, I don't think the Lightning should be playing any back-to-backs. I'm a firm believer, especially this late in the season. Um, you know, it's not going to play a big effect on on the Lightning going forward into the playoffs. At the end of the day, I think, you know, especially for a team like the Lightning, as much as I hate it, hate the back-to-backs this late in the season, you know, the way they've been struggling, and as we all know, you know, the Lightning – even though they win a big game and then they have a couple of days off, they go out there and they struggle once again. They're always a team. Uh, the less time, the more time they have off, uh, the more difficult it's going to be for them to go out there and find their game. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's a love-hate relationship with me and back-to-backs. Um, but they get to go out there today, uh, tomorrow, excuse me, and and face a very good team, the New Jersey Devils. So I expect them to go out there. I expect them to play discipline. Uh they did a very good job and what looked like at times was on the verge of being a very, very chippy game, but it didn't. You know, we saw some pushing and shoving here against Winnipeg. I think the Devils are going to try and test the Lightning, see what they're made of. Um, you see it with a lot of these teams. Sometimes they're, they're starting to be on the up and up as the Devils are. Uh, they're going out there. You know, they're playing well this year. Uh, first time in a very long time that they've been this good. 
and they're facing uh, a team that has won two Stanley Cups in the last three years. So they're going to go out there. They're going to have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. They're going to try and push the buttons of the lightning and see if they could force the lightning into some errors. But like I said, you know, if we could get production from Tanner Janot, uh, Mikey Esamont, uh, Anthony Sorelli, continued production from Braden Point and, and the big three, as well as, you know, some production on the on the defensive side, Mikhail Sergachev, and a very good performance in goal by Andre Vasilevsky. I think the Lightning will be in pretty good shape. So, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow uh, to discuss more about the games, uh, tomorrow's night's game against the Devil and and the upcoming game against the Devils as well. So, in the meantime, follow me on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Tweet to me your questions for a mailbag or hit me up on the side in my DMs. Either or, I will answer them all and any for you or drop them in the comment section below of this video to let us know what your comments are or questions or just concerns about the lightning. And we'll get back to you as soon as the newest episode drops. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next.